this episode of Beauty Time, we are discussing um, a few different things. We want to talk about the hot topic of the petition that is going around to open up salons right now in different states. We want to talk about um, Chris Appleton's men's haircutting video. Uh, Riss also has a, not a client complaint, but she has a uh, something that she found on Instagram of a client the dirty basically bitch. complaining that she could not get her hair done during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we're adjusting to times here. And um, we talk about a, uh, we have a cool product of the week that I think most of you would be interested in. And they are uh, reusable silicone face mask with filters. So stay tuned for that. I will give you all the info. And we also have a purple shampoo that we want to talk about, too. So so much um, to talk about. If you are so, interested so in any of that or in some of it, I do leave the timestamps in our description. So if there are only certain things that you want to listen yes. to, <laughs> we uh, certainly do appreciate you scroll listening. through. Thank we you appreciate much. you listening at all. Thanks. If any of that interests you, um, grab a snack and Coming settle in for another episode. <laughs> From quarantine. shifted and it's just like I don't know when that's ever going to go back to normal and now everyone's going to have PTSD and mm-hmm. everyone's going to wipe down their groceries for the rest of their lives now because I can't you know it only takes like what 37 days for something to become a habit mm-hmm. what day is it in quarantine 475 I don't even know <sighs> yeah oh that's yeah what it feels no, like. I, that these are all habits that aren't just going to go away. There, um, it's going to be a new, a new way of life in general because you're not going to be able to just think that, you know, why wasn't I doing this the whole time to prevent myself from getting any kind of germ? You know. Yeah. So, I mean, it does kind of shift your thinking in general too. You're right, but I, I'm not really sure how to. Uh, I I don't really know how to feel about it because they're opening up places like Texas and Florida right now, currently, Mm -hmm. which I do think Mm -hmm. is a mistake because they have a lower count of cases. But here we're in the epicenter, as we've said. And of course, Mm -hmm. reopening is going to be slower for us. And there are those three stages that they talk about that like we're phase one, phase two, phase three. But for us, our system is going to be a lot different because you can reopen a movie theater and socially distance mm-hmm. yourself in a movie theater. It's still yeah. going to be operating at a loss because you won't be able to have a full theater at maximum capacity, blah, blah, or a restaurant yeah. can reopen, but not at maximum capacity. And then it's like, well, will you see inflation in prices so they can recoup the loss of like not having 75 people in and only being able to accommodate 20 mm-hmm. just as an arbitrary number. But we literally have to touch people for a living. I don't know how we're going to go back, go back to work. Even if you wear a mask and wash your hands or wear gloves, I don't know how you're going to be able to operate some of the nail, nail, some of the normal daily uh, functions with what we have to now wear as protocol, masks, gloves, blah, blah, blah. Well, that brings me to two things Mm -hmm. that I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. 
And the first one is the petition that is going around the internet. No. (sighs) About reopening. And I'm I'm actually honestly surprised that I've seen certain people that I know posting this because they were the same people that were like, can't believe this person's asking me to do a house call or I can't believe that this person's mad that I closed and now they're circulating the petition to open. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand, but I'm going to pull it up and and read what it says in case some people haven't read it. And if anybody is listening to this that agrees with the petition, um obviously this is just our opinion and we're in New York state where in you know where you might not be in the epicenter you might not have seen the density problem you might not have experienced people you know that have the disease or or virus or you may have but the thing is like i think it's a different it's a different um state of mind depending on what state you're in and i do understand that everybody has bills to pay and everybody wants to get back to work and it's hard on your mental health it's hard on you financially so i do understand the urgency but Please, um, if we're discussing this and you you don't like it, um, I respect that opinion. Um, but please also consider why we don't like it. And the, I think the thing is we have to have some sort of reality check sometimes when we get a little over. I I don't even know what the word is, but you <laughs> get a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like to it. You don't you. You don't want to have just spent a month losing your income to go back to too soon to just just ruin everything you just did is is basically my point. Yeah, it's definitely um, taking steps backwards, but yeah. everybody handles this differently and everybody copes right. differently. And, and like you just right. said, and we're, we're all in different stages. Like I said, we're all in different stages and I understand everyone's certain point but i think that there are other points to be considered about reopening a you know hair salon during a pandemic whether you think you can properly sanitize everything oh this this person actually deleted it maybe they got some shit for posting it so it's on Mm change.org which is the same place that i remember signing for the covid19 um financial thing in the beginning of this pandemic that was circulating i guess change.org is basically all petitions i think yeah you can start a petition on this um, website wow so on change.org there is this petition and i want to know has anyone (laughs) actually ever gotten anything (laughs) <laughs> yeah who are you no i want to know if anyone actually has ever gotten what they wanted by signing up <laughs> starting a petition <laughs> i want to know because i've never seen it come to fruition, to fruition yeah. but somebody please let us know so if you want to look it up um the it's called hair salon slash one client at a time so it's saying um actually this is too somebody maybe it's not applicable to our state maybe maybe different states or maybe different states have one because this one is a petition to brian kemp governor brian kemp i don't know what state he's for (laughs) oh georgia okay this is georgia um you might have to do one per state yeah it might be (laughs) yeah it seems like maybe maybe 
Oh, yeah, there's one for each state. Well, you know, yeah. Cuomo's going to tell us to go fuck ourselves, so. He's going to, yeah, he's going to be like, don't even. Don't even come at me with this bullshit. So, <laughs> so I'm going to read the one from Georgia, but it says, allow a licensed beauty professional per- to perform a beauty service privately with one client in the salon per stylist at a time, starting as as of Monday, April 27th, 2020. All necessary precautions and sanitation protocols approved by the state of Georgia and the Board of Health will be followed, which I've definitely read this before for another state. You're supposed to follow the state board regulations for safety protocol and sanitation regardless, you dumb fuck. Right. So it says our industry needs to be recognized and deemed as an essential business so we can better serve our community. Surfacing one client at a time while wearing a mask and gloves poses little to no risk of spreading the virus as compared to 20 or more people in a grocery store or 10 plus people at restaurants picking up food. Except for like, and this one lady made a good, well, good point and I commented on her. She was like, but everyone's saying that they want to reopen and she's like, and using grocery stores as examples, but why are you so close to people in the grocery store? You shouldn't be that oh, close. Yeah. And I was like laughing hysterically because I'm like, girl, you're so right. Cause Target? <laughs> yeah. Like when somebody's up my butt online at a place like that, I bug out. I'm like, could you not? Could you back up? Well, yeah. Could you get on the line? Like red line, ma'am. Well, red line. Yeah. So then the the other part of it says there are families out there that need to make a living, single mothers and fathers that rely on this income. $75 for a color or $15 for a cut is better than nothing. I don't know who whose prices those are. Now, I'm, I'm Obviously also not wondering, like, what are they not getting unemployment at all? Right. So it's not to mention the mental health that this could provide to a parent that may need some time to themselves or time to lift their spirits up during this emotional roller coaster that we are facing. Please help someone to be able to help another, want to boost the economy and keep jobs alive in Georgia. Please allow this change. Sincerely, a tired, overworked, stressed, small business owner that needs this, as well as everyone else. Please consider our request. I've also seen the same one for New Jersey. I saw the I saw the New Jersey governor's response to it. So I'm going to pull that up and read his response. <laughs> and then we'll just comment on the whole thing because I have a lot to say about Go it. Go ahead. Um, Hold on, let me pull up the uh, the Jersey governor's the dirty response, my friend. Okay, so <clears throat> yeah, so this was the same. Okay, so the Jersey governor's response to this um, this uh, petition, the same position. Um, it says the beauty industry is, an, is a personal care service and not a medical necessity to receive beauty services. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, even with one client in a salon at a time, employee and customers will still be coming into close physical proximity and contact with one another and spread the virus regardless of what other precautionary measures are taken. Social distancing is inherently impossible due to the nature of this the business the virus can also be transferred via one's clothing shoes and hair so unless the employee is changing clothes and shoes between each interaction the virus can still be transferred right so right that's exactly right which is why all those poor nurses and doctors were flipping out about not having enough ppe because they can't change all their gowns and and their masks in between patients because it can be spread that way (laughs) Well, right. So, so my, the thing that makes me upset Mm -hmm. about all of this is that 
we, first of all, as an industry, has have been struggling to agree on our essential title, okay? Right. And essential, people are getting hung up on the word essential because it makes them feel like we are not important and we're not recognized for the job that we do and we provide. Right. Which I don't, I don't agree. I think that you're not looking at the term for literally what it is at this point. (laughs) Right. We're not providing anybody like with life saving uh, tools or necessities. We're just making people feel good about themselves, which can, you know, which can be be life saving sometimes. But but exactly, this is literally a difference of mental versus physical health. Right, and. Uh, I know clients make us feel like we basically save their lives, but it's a great feeling. (laughs) Right. The point is we are in a position that yes, we provide a service that everyone will always need till the end of time. Everyone's hair is going to grow always. Everyone is always going to have gray hair. Everyone's going to always want, to do their hair and they need to, mm-hmm. to, you know, some, they don't need to, but they need to. <laughs> we so, recommend it. So you don't go around with quarantine. We bangs. recommend it. <clears throat> yes. So it's a matter, matter of self care, self hygiene in a way too, because if yeah. you don't take care of your hair, you can have other issues. <laughs> but I think everyone needs to let go of the essential word and understand that it doesn't mean we're not important. It just means we're not essential to the current state of the world. Meaning we should, we, like you said, we are not medical providers. We are also not a store that can feed your family. So the difference between comparing you to a grocery store is they don't even want you going to a grocery store unless you absolutely have to number one mm-hmm. and you need to you need food to stay alive you don't need your gray hair to stay to be covered to stay right. alive you don't need your hair cut and to these stay are alive. atypical so and, like this is an atypical situation this is a one-off like in our lifetime we've never seen a pandemic like this this has never happened to us in our lifetime before so this is not right. your standard operating procedure it's all different that's why, like you're saying, everyone's exactly. getting hung up on being essential. Like, we want to be part of the party, but this is not the party you, you want to join right now. Like, you need to just back off and, right. you know, understand that things are operating differently for a good reason. Right. And a haircut or a balayage or highlight is a right. luxury. It can wait. <laughs> you know, it's a, it can <laughs> wait. And that's, and that's the, that that's the point where I understand that Again, everybody's having a hard time financially. Trust me, I haven't gotten any kind of uh, money from the state yet. It's been a little bit of a process and it can be frustrating. And I understand. And not everybody has a savings cushion. Um, um, I get it. Yeah. uh, Not everyone has a cushion and I get it. I understand. I, I completely do. And everybody has different things that not everybody knows about going on that makes things even more stressful i mean your marriage could be falling apart because of this you know it there's just so many factors Mm -hmm. to it so i understand that and it could be a different way of like taking it out on something so you take it out on the facts that you're not going you know you're not going to work or everybody feels like very helpless at this moment so i think that when they're putting their energy and activism to what they feel is good use they feel like they're being they're helping move things along yes 
because it's human yeah. nature so to want to be like, productive t- at to some degree of some point like you, yeah. you know your self-worth is tied to your career which right is and natural uh, right so that's the thing i think that everyone needs to consider the fact that the reason that we're not working is to protect first of all you and your family mm-hmm. which is more important than a dollar and i think everyone needs to remember that yeah. but also the other point is we are stopping this, you know the the spread of this and we unless we are fully armed like the medical professionals where we have gowns and masks and face shields and gloves on and everything you know uh, then we shouldn't be working. And if and why are you? Why do people think that we're that important to take that away from medical professionals? You know what I mean? Like, oh, so now you have to make more gowns and masks and face shields for the hairdressers to go back to cut uh, Karen's hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. You should not be worried about that. And like I said, I understand everyone has a different opinion, and everyone's always going to have diff- different opinions. But I think. And I and I know not everyone grasps this concept because we have so many different things in life that people disagree Mm -hmm. on and they're always going to be disagreed on. And that's where sometimes we as a community, as a Mm -hmm. society, yeah, uh, fall short because we don't try and listen to the other side. Like if we had somebody on that wanted to tell that tell us their point on why they want to go to back back to work, I would listen. I might not agree. But I would listen and I would say, okay, I understand. But a I, healthy debate. Mm-hmm. you know, it's a healthy, right. I mean, that's not everybody's capable of that. No, so I understand not. it's difficult. And it, this is a sore subject to a lot of hairdressers right now, too. So again, I'm sorry if you don't agree with the fact that we don't agree with it. But I hope that you can just consider the points that we're making and just kind of hang on and hang out. Because we're all going through it, too. So even though we're not signing the petition, it doesn't mean we don't feel the financial problems. Like, I'm not rolling in money, no. you know, and neither are you. No. Oh, definitely not. So it's not like we're better I'm not off getting in any it, money right now. And in any way. Right. And you have a kid and, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not like, yeah. So I think that also the points to, oh, there's no, there's no thread if we wear gloves and a mask and and sanitize it's like okay but those state board regulations are for a regular yeah, this is day not a regular day they're not for this is not a regular day there's not going to be a regular day probably for ever a long time again. yeah no it's true <laughs> you're 100 right and the funniest the funniest thing to me that i'm ex- that i'm noticing is that like everybody and their mother i'm seeing more and more of these like outrageous texts like can't you just squeeze me in this that and the third and then people are saying no because they don't feel like it's safe and yada yada. But the people that are saying mm-hmm. like, oh, can you squeeze me in? Like 90% of clients for 90% will say of hairdressers don't value. Mm-hmm. Like I see it all the time over and over and over again. Like I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel valued. My clients don't take me seriously right. as a profession, blah, blah, blah. Or like, just people that you meet in social situations are like, oh, you're a hairdresser? Like, don't you want to get a real job? Like, 
well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Now, now you want me to have, now it is a real job because you need to haircut yeah. or you need your hair oh, colored. Yeah. And I th- think that the tables turning is kind of ironic, but now I can't help you and my hands are tied. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, well, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's well, a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It's, it brings out a side of, people oh it during, does and it, like they say this about well they say this about like a big time in anyone's life like if you get married or you have a kid like you see like who's really there for you mm-hmm. and who's not and I feel like it could almost be applied to this right now because we're all going mm-hmm. through something so it's like either you'll see you see who like wants to know how you are and wants mm-hmm. to check up That's on you true. and like <laughs> wants to be in it with you and like support each other and then you see the other personalities that kind of pop up and that goes with this industry too because I've seen the clients that are demanding people to come to people's houses but I've also seen the hairdressers that are doing it and the thing is if you weren't the hairdresser doing it i feel like you would be the one asking for it i feel like it's all the same personality yeah. type like it's almost an entitled oh it's not almost well, it's very entitled there is no almost about it <laughs> yes i need this done and you need to do it for me because right I that's can't my deal least favorite it. person and just like the hairdresser yeah. oh yeah the, and then you have the hairdresser that's like, well, yeah, I, need I need to, to work. Pay my bills. I need to do this. I need to pay my I bills. I need to pay my bills, too. And so, trust me, they are piling up and I'm not getting reprieve. Mom, so and I'm not right. getting have- unemployment for reasons that I don't even fucking understand. Right. So, I don't know. I just, uh, the, it brings me to another point, too. There is a girl that we, me and my friend saw that was tagged on a post because clients are posting like, hey, where can we get a speakeasy haircut? Like, is there an underground association of hairdressers that are going to people's houses? Like, literally, this is a thing that people like are trying to find secret haircutting rates. <laughs> so like we saw a girl that was tagged oh. and... um we kind of were like, oh, not surprised. But at the same time, it's like we lo- we heard that you can get, um, and c- forgive me if it's not 100% accurate information, but <laughs> to tell Carmen I said hi back. I say hi back. Okay. Um, so if you get caught doing hair Mm -hmm. at this time, you get a $2,500 to $5,000 fine, and you also lose your license for two years. And it's not worth worth it. (laughs) Why is that worth it? So if you do this now, okay, you're going to be shit out of luck when they catch you and when we open again and you're not able to work. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can relate to that. (laughs) It's true. It's just not worth it. It's like you're better off just, just like you're better off just waiting it out and doing the right thing. Just wait. And then you'll be rewarded for your patience. And think about it. You have all this time. You're stuck home with your mannequins and your hair dye and your idle hands. Well, just put it to good use and start.
practicing. And then when you come back, you can hit the ground running with better techniques because you practice. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I don't know if you saw this on the hairdresser mental health page, but one girl was doing um, an up to yeah, one I did. husband every yeah, day. I love the prom <laughs> one. Yeah. And I was like, that is prom hairstyle. It was amazing. <laughs> and I was like, how lucky is she that he's got such beautiful hair to practice on? <laughs> Carmen, will you let me practice on you? Oh my god, that's funny. Will you let me practice hairstyles on you, Carmen? Only if you dye my hair for them. I dyed your hair. Like when you do the hairstyle. Mm, we'll have to talk. Only if it's well, a unicorn. We dyed her hair. I gave her, I used Matrix Direct Dye. And I just dyed some panels mm-hmm. into her hair of like teal and pink, pink and, and purple. purple. Yeah. But, like, they, you know, her hair is, like, a level six, so I didn't bleach it. So you can imagine how it turned out. <laughs> but she likes it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Carmen, I did ask you to put pants on, though, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are shorts. <laughs> and those are not pants. Who cares? Do you see the level that we're at right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. I mean, I haven't put on a, I try not to put on a bra which i think that's understandable but it's going to be really hard to (laughs) To put that back on when you got to go to work you're going to be like damn this is the part i hate (laughs) yeah (laughs) like no and actually i I mean i i tweezed my eyebrows yesterday so at least that's um we had one pair of tweezers in the whole house and then we lost them so i had to order them off of amazon and turns out tweezers aren't an essential item so i had to wait a month for them yep (laughs) I had something that um, was speaking to how everybody is truly awful right now Um, and like harassing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) harassing hair, hairdressers. But I have two. One is a complaint from a Yelp review. And then the other one is actually, again, from the same um, Insta account, how not to get a hair appointment but this one is um Mm -hmm. a conversation like a text screenshot and this one is going circling back Mm -hmm. to like all of those um entitled people that we were talking about and how like really awful they are so Mm -hmm. somebody sent a i'll read i'll read it out loud so someone sent a text message With everything going on with COVID-19, I've decided to temporarily close my doors and self-isolate to keep myself and my husband safe and healthy. You currently have an appointment set for next Thursday at 11, and we will have to reschedule that. I'm currently moving appointments to the beginning of April. Are there any days that work for you? Again, I'm so sorry if if there's any inconvenience, but the safety and health of my family and myself come first. And with all that it is, it's just not worth the risk. I hope you're staying safe and healthy. With your daughter, Carmen. <laughs> no, no, no one sent that to me, but thank you. <laughs> then the client replies back in all caps, wow, really? Can it's only a flu. I would appreciate it if I could keep my appointment next week. Plus, it's only killing old people. Stop overreacting. That's what the client said. Which is very insensitive to say in the first place. So then the hairdresser 
um, responds back. She says, I'm sorry, but I will not be keeping appointments for at least the next two weeks. And I'm sorry you feel that way, but seeing how bad things are getting in other places is a concern. And my husband has a compromised immune system, so he is at a higher risk. This, unfortunately, isn't something that I will negotiate or make special requests for. My business is closed for the next two weeks. When would you like to reschedule? And then the client, Sarah, responds back, exactly, quote, in other places, quote, not here. Do you realize how much you're fucking things up for me? I planned and saved my hard-earned money to get this done. The governor hasn't even said anything about businesses closing yet. You decide to take matters into your own hands. You know what? Fuck you. Everyone around town is going to know how much of a piece of shit you are. I'm going to call the board of businesses on your ass. Karma is a bitch. Oh, and one more thing. I hope you and your husband get this virus and fucking die. Peace. Yeah, so I can't believe that that woman say that to her hairdresser. And the funniest part is she's like, I'm going to call the board of businesses Mm -hmm. on your ass. Well, lady, she's following the the state guidelines. You're a jerk. What are they going to do? Try to know. Like, your plan's going to backfire. Stop trying to ruin her livelihood because she doesn't want to risk her life for you what's wrong with you yeah i i did see that um post when this all started and that was around the same time that i had uh my issue with my client so i'm oh, like yeah. wow it's happening like, everywhere this could, it could always be worse be this, worse but yeah and she says like i hope awful. that you die that's terrible you're a terrible person. How do you go through life being that shitty of a person? Why are we not yeah. worth it? And you don't think that highly of us when we were actually working. And now that we're not working and we're not serving you, why are we still not valuable? Yeah. Because we were peasants <laughs> yeah. and we're still peasants. Yet there are so. so many people killing it at this game, making so much I- money, you know, living great lives. And it's like there is the potential yeah. to do that. And there's, like, think about, like, Vidal Sassoon or who is another famous hairstylist. Um, I don't know. Who else do people know all over the world? Paul Mitchell or whatever that guy's name is, you know? Like, those people are famous for being hairdressers or, like, famous makeup artists that everybody and their mother knows. You know, like, people used to actually value and look at it like, oh, my gosh, there's the hairdresser. They're the beauty leader. Like, they're the beauty exemplary person. And why is that not the case now? Like, why are we still getting kind of shit upon in just a different way? You know? If anything, you would hope that this would make them realize that we are more of a valuable service if they want us open so badly, but stop treating us so badly I'm not going to want to do anything nice for somebody that speaks Mm -hmm. to me like that. (laughs) All right. Well, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of clients, not clients, a lot of hairdressers posting everywhere that they're going to do some weeding out of some clients (laughs) after this because, because of how these people have been treating them and handling it. So I totally understand. Plus those same clients are probably found well, there's always somebody out there that ruins it for so. the rest of us like the people that do kitchen haircuts for 15 dollars or blowouts for 20 and then someone says to you yeah. well i'll go somewhere cheaper it's like yeah and you're not going to get the results you're looking for and you're going to come back to me and ask me to fix it for free like it was your mistake everything somehow mm-hmm. reverts back to our fault <sighs> well and, and that's crazy because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's abusive it behavior too honestly <laughs> And 
And also, um, I was talking to one of my friends about this too. Now shouldn't be the time for you to worry if your clients yeah, are going wow. to leave you. Yeah, There's and I wouldn't want them. for them to go. And if they do, exactly. Don't. You don't want nope. them. You don't, don't want these people. So it's not the time to be worried. It's not like you just took a vacation for a month, like, and you have to worry client, your client's going somewhere else. If they happen to find somebody doing their hair during this, yeah, you're both goodbye. stupid. Like you yeah, are not on the stupid. top of my list. And it's yeah, also both like, to be completely honest, I don't do hair directly anymore, but if I did, I, and I don't, but I feel even more empowered right now to tell people to go fuck themselves royally. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like if I was still doing hair, yeah. people were heckling me or heckling or whatever the word is. Like, if they were like heckling me over doing their hair mm-hmm. or risking my life or risking my license. I don't think I would feel guilty to tell them to go elsewhere ever, ever again. <laughs> yeah. Perspective yeah. is changing, yeah, and I feel so open to being able to speak up for myself at this point. And I mean, I hope other hairdressers are mm-hmm. feeling the same way too. Like I know that there are bread and butter, but it's kind of the same thing. Like when you break up with somebody like a friend or, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, it's like, mm, there are more fish in the sea and for every one you lose, you'll gain two, you know? So it's not, yeah, it's like, exactly. I don't ever want to be tied to anything abusive ever again like that. Mm-hmm. I also think too, that everybody hairdressers and clients also have to keep in mind that even though okay there will be hopefully a time where we are able to be open again protocol is going to be different even if things are better so it's not like you're going to or you should be selfishly you shouldn't be jamming everybody in to get everybody in three at a time double booking making people all sit you know in their chairs waiting while you juggle that's not going to be that's not happening right now so first of all get your get the idea out of your head that you're just going to be slammed and it's (laughs) going to be christmas 2.0 which at first i was like oh it's going to be it will be but you also have to understand people do not they do not and anybody who ca- doesn't care, I don't understand. But people do not want to be jammed in a small room. Whether you're in a solo salon, whether you're in a regular salon, wherever you are, there needs to be other protocols in place. People can't be waiting in the waiting room waiting for you. Yeah. Like It's going to be different. So I, under- I-, I understand everyone thinks there's going to be a surge in business, which there will be to a point. But there also will be that crowd that's not ready to come out yet. So... I don't want it because it's going to be the same shit. There's going to be people sitting around complaining that their clients aren't coming in and they're slow and they're going to be like, what is happening? I don't get it. And you should get it. Start preparing yourself now because you will, you will still have those people that are afraid and you have to be prepared for that. You also have to have a different set of eyes on your business because you have to accommodate that new, that new Which I was curious about too, because like if you're going to, now that this has happened and you I, I'm actually asking you specifically like are you going to take different precautions for the future moving yeah. now forward to in case this does god forbid happen again and there is a second wave further down the line where they have to shut down again are you going to start saving differently so that you have something to well, live off of for your business 
I mean, I ha- I think that you have to always kind of learn from your past experiences. So I do think that I should be coming up with a different kind of financial plan, but also protocol in the salon is going to have to be different because we I share a share room mm-hmm. with two other girls and I most people from listening to podcasts know that I do um, help my friend during the week and I do my own hair on the weekends. So the other girl we share the room with, she's there Saturday and Sunday. I'm there Sunday and Monday doing hair. So we overlap one day. And then my friend who owns a room is there um, Tuesday through Saturday. So usually I'm assisting her. Sometimes I'm able to take clients during the week when it's slow and she doesn't need me to assist. But I have already, which I need to really get on the same page with the two of them about protocol when we go back as it gets closer, if there's ever an opening date. But uh, I think that we're going to need to not overlap stylists. If there's going to be two days where we'll, there'll be two of us in there, that'll be fine. But we have, we have three chairs, so we're going to need a middle chair as the spacer we're not we can't use that chair for a second client Mm -hmm. for one of them you know what I mean that's too many people in the room or people waiting for an appointment can't come in and sit they have to wait outside (laughs) in their own corner they're supposed to sit anyway (laughs) yes like there's gonna need to and I don't I think that we we should be taking clients one by one and at that point, my friend won't really need me to assist her because she can handle it. And that's also not another you're, person You're in the room deliberately eliminating your, so, your own position when you say that, you know. But I was going to say, I mean, that'll be a financial, that's income that I won't be getting. But at the same time, that's just going to probably have mm-hmm. to be how it's going to be for a little bit until things acclimate back. But, uh like I said, I need to talk to both of them about how they're going to handle it because we all need to be on the same page. If they don't agree, then they don't agree. But I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't stop them, but I know that I can decide when I'm going to be there. So if I decide to remove myself from potentially overlapping on on a weekday or assisting, then that's something that's mm-hmm. going to need to be discussed and and everyone's going to need to right. adjust because that's also my decision. So, but I, I think for the most part, we're on the same page. I mean, we talked lightly about it, about how it's not just going to be like your gym mm-hmm. and everyone to get them back in. It's just not going to happen. So I, you know, I, my friend is, you know, she's very understanding and she would never force me to do anything I didn't want to. And I think she understands now that she had worked that week leading up to things shutting down, how difficult it is Mm -hmm. to do your job as normal and also accommodate to the new behavior that you were trying to, to (laughs) break, like, you know, like the the natural, I can't hear. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, just like it's it's just like I was saying when I was working those those couple days before I closed. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, the mask and the and the gloves and they don't mm-hmm. want you touching your credit card and they don't want you this and they're watching you. They want to make sure you're wiping everything down and they 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 you know, they want to see certain things which I mm-hmm. totally understand. You just have to get used to it. And like I said, it's it's a whole we're all uh, kind of trained now because it's like muscle memory to check and double check and wipe and whatever. But like I said, it's going to be difficult for us to do our job normally after this because of the new extra stuff. And yeah, of course we're all, we all do our best to be sanitary. We all clean our uh, combs and we all clean our brushes and we all wipe stuff down, but there's new stuff that you have to consider. And that's the, that's the, the reality of it. It's going to take you longer in between each client because you have to set, set out all your tools. You got to soak them in your barbicide. If you're not already doing that, I mean, I personally yeah, the want wipes, to get those the wipes, wipes only so take the two minutes to reach everything in barbicide. Yeah. Which they're a godsend the literally, minutes. but I think they, are yeah. they sold out? So it's like, yeah, they're yeah. sold out like everywhere, but yeah like looking at me like oh well i could just get the wipes yeah okay they're waiting for me somewhere but but the point is it's going to take you longer to do your job first of all when i go to the grocery store and i have a mask on i feel like i'm suffocating and i'm really hot so imagine working no, with a like that all day long while you're trying to foil like that's that's the thing there's going to be a new a new uh a new way of way of working so i think that everyone has to be prepared that they just they just think that we're going to open the floodgates and everyone's going to go back and and there I think there'll be a a little bit of a period where yeah you'll get your clients and they they'll want to come back and they'll it depends on the environment that you're working on because if you're not in a sola salon and if you are in a bigger salon people might might not be as comfortable because of the amount of people that work in a bigger salon I know our solas our solar salon um, wasn't really hit before because people are mm-hmm. comfortable and that's the thing, like they trust you. So they trust that you'll, you know, it's more of a controlled environment, but there's still, I don't know. My point is it's not just going to be business as usual and everyone needs to make the adjustment and cut the ego out and not be like, well, I'm going <laughs> to shove everyone in. And everyone's going to, I just need to make the money. And I think also at this point, I've seen a lot of hairdressers on the hairdresser mental health page also writing, like me, writing, um, (laughs) is it bad that I don't miss work? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, like people have a new set of eyes on work. And I know my friend that I share the room with, she definitely does. She, she's a workaholic. And I thought that she would be having an issue being out of the salon but she feels so much better and I think she's had time to like look at what else there is in life as weird as that is like you know if you're working all the time and you're at the mercy of a schedule that you don't like you make your own schedule but you also have people (laughs) demanding you to work around theirs so when that when that's taken away and you literally can't do anything for them it's like all right well what can i do during this time like she was painting her dining room set yeah like just like (laughs) it's just different so i just think i just think everyone needs to get their head out of their ass and realize that uh 
things are going to be hard and we're all going to have to work on it together. I mean, our, our landlord or, yeah, I mean, our landlord, our sole landlord has already sent us an email basically saying like, guys, I'm going to come up with a guideline sheet for all of you because when we do get back to work, there will probably be different. Yeah, it's so hard to even Mm -hmm. try to imagine what it will be because there are so many variables. I, I can't even, I don't even want to waste my time giving yeah. myself anxiety trying to project what it will be because I just don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I have a product of the week that I wanted to tell yes, everybody. Yes, do share. And I told you about it. It is, it so is exciting. <laughs> so, so a beauty influencer, um, Nicole Concilio, I don't know if any, a lot of people know her, but she does, she's a makeup YouTuber. Um, she's from New York. She lives in California right mm-hmm. now. So she's definitely still a New Yorker at heart, but, um, she posted on her story that she had bought, um, a mask and that, uh, what it was. So I guess the company is GIR, G-I-R, which stands for Get It Right. So I think it's, I think it's actually a cookware company normally, but they have made reusable masks everything else. and they are made out of silicone. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think they are a cookware company. So they, they have it where you can, so the masks themselves come in seven different colors and they're $15 and they come with five filters and which I thought it was pretty cool. So they're silicone masks that you slip in a little slot, um, your, the filters that come with it. You could also buy extra filters. Yeah, you might as well like, buy them now buy so they're not sold out later $10. when you need them. You could also... Plan ahead. <laughs> exactly. So the my... Yes. So my reasoning for buying this is not just to go to the grocery store. Mine, I'm, I bought yeah. this for when we do eventually have to go back to work because I don't know what kind of mask situation we're going to be in by then, but I'd like to be able to, <laughs> to be swap fashionable? out a few. Um, so I want to also I'm get some kind of, no, but so I don't, yeah, <laughs> I've seen the, um, the mask with the uh, scissors and combs on it, which I'm like never been a hairdresser <laughs> apparel type girl, but um, <laughs> but so um, yeah. So if you want to, also you could buy a kit and donate a kit. So that's thirty dollars, and you they'll go to um, medical professionals. And in when you check out, you could also write if you have a specific um, place that you want them to go. They don't always go there, but they do their best to try to get them there. Um, uh, new orders are shipping two to three weeks from the order date. So let me just read the description mm-hmm. for everybody. And I also want to note That's good that to there know. are kids, there are kids. This is an excellent too. product. Good pick, Kim. So, uh, this, Yeah, so this breathable face shield is made with medical-grade FDA LFGB-approved silicone fitted with a filter. Your mask will help fight fight the spread of COVID-19. Each kit comes packaged with five filters. You can purchase additional filters from us here or use your own filter supply. Um, Also, I want to note 
that you get free shipping at twenty five dollars. You so get free if you shipping. Do buy a mask and a ten pack of filters that will get you free shipping. Um, so it says the silicone mask can be sterilized in an autoclave, dishwasher, or oven. If you don't have the time to the time or equipment for proper sterilization, you can clean it with household cleaning products like bleach or soap and hot water. The filter should be replaced as needed, but can be worn for a feel a full day. These masks are not medical devices and are not replacement for surgical or procedural masks. Um, let's see what else. Okay, so if you decide to buy a oh no, so cleaning your mask, you can sanitize your mask in the dishwasher, microwave for 15 seconds, or oven for five minutes at 300 degrees, autoclave, or by mm-hmm. hand vi- washing vigorously with soap and hot water. Uh, each kit includes five filters to start. Always use your mask with a filter and dispose of the filter after use. Um, Keep it tight. Your mask should be worn snug across your face and secured behind your ears or head. Be thoughtful about how you place the filter inside the mask. It should cover the air holes and avoid creating gaps where free air can flow. Um, Let's see. So mask kit includes one reusable silicone face mask, five single-use filters made from 100% platinum-cured pharmaceutical-grade FDA LFGB silicone, BPA and BPS-free. This is not an FDA-approved medical device. Eco-friendly. <laughs> also recycled, important recycled for the environment. Packaging. I don't know if you've and, seen this too, but like, and it's in the city everywhere. People have been throwing their gloves and their masks all over the ground, not even in the garbage. What the fuck? Yes. And, um, yeah, people are also leaving their, um, whatchamacallits, their yes. I've seen that too. Like just bring a baggie, bring a plastic baggie with you, like a garbage bag for your car and just throw them in the bag and then take the bag into the garbage when you leave your car. Like, why are you ruining the earth? The earth is mad enough at you. (laughs) Stop it. Yeah, exactly. So they say too, um, how do you sanitize your mask? They have the dishwasher. You can wash on medium heat with mild detergent. The microwave, you can microwave for 30 seconds in a bowl of water. Hand, hand wash, scrub not scrub with hot soapy water for at least 20 seconds. Oven, place the mask in the oven, safe dish, bake at 300 degrees for five minutes. Uh, dry well before inserting new filter. Each filter can only be used once. It's good for a few, full day. Um... One size fits most. Um, oh, they also include a small plastic clip in the package so you can hook it behind your head for a tighter fit if you have a smaller head. I have. A I really wouldn't head, know. So. Like, what makes the big head? <laughs> I have a big head. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a really cool product. Sorry. If you want to buy a mask, you can go to uh, gir. C-O. So I think it's, that's how you type it in. Let me just check. www.gir.co. Yes. And yeah, so if you want to buy a kit and donate a kit, you can. If you want to just buy for yourself, I understand Mm -hmm. it's a hard time for us financially. So I think it's just worth at least getting for when we go back to work. I know it's a little expensive and you'll only get 15 masks. So that's about two weeks. But <laughs> write it off. Write it off. Put it on your business credit card. Also, I 
Yeah, I do advise at least having a couple other masks to rotate with if you don't want to personally use that one all the time. Uh, I would. I, they say that cloth masks are better than actually the surgical paper ones. The paper ones right. you could still blow through. Uh, the cloth ones you can't. So I have no medical knowledge, but as most of everyone has seen, it's more of a protective measure. So if you yourself have the coronavirus and you're not showing symptoms or you are around people that are the same that maybe have it and aren't showing symptoms, it helps at least put a barrier between the two of you and stop the spread. It might not 100% protect you. That's the whole point. They're trying no, to but make. it's just it's not preventative. Going to 100% stop you from getting it. Um, it's just you have... Yes, you have less of a chance. So I know that there's lots of people mm-hmm. making pretty one, pretty cloth ones on Etsy. So I would, I would advise at least getting a couple so you have a few. And if you like getting bored and you feel like it's cramping your style, like get a pretty one with butterflies on it. Or if you like hairdresser apparel, get one with a scissor on it if you want. Like, mm-hmm. And I do know that it is hard to get masks in general. So this... This, at least I was able to, I was at least able to order it. I know it's going to take a while, but I'm not going anywhere for a while. If you are not familiar or you're not from New York, our, our uh, pause, New York on pause, which is basically mm-hmm. just another way to say stay at home order without saying it is until May 15th, at least. So uh, our governor has not given us any sort of time span when we are going to start the phase of coming back yeah, he gets and really mad hear that question it's like when your dad is like i <laughs> so, don't want to talk about it anymore there will be so, no more discussion yeah, so, <laughs> no further discussion i don't always endorse this sort of thing but i saw it i saw it on instagram and also tiktok the l'oreal oh the uh, purple i mean i took a screenshot of it Yes. So there's this purple shampoo that's circulating everywhere on TikTok and people are using it and they love it. And also a hairdresser posted about it. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it a try. So it's called the L'Oreal. It's a drugstore brand. So disclaimer, I know Sometimes drugstore like, brands can have really great this, products. But it's called L'Oreal. <laughs> so it's called L'Oreal Paris Ever Pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, brass toning purple shampoo and neutralizes brassy yellow orange tones for blondes and highlighted brunettes. So uh, the hairstylist that posted it, maybe she listens to us, I don't know, but uh, Shelbs the Hair Witch posted it and wrote that she, hold on, let me pull it up, what she wrote. Uh, she wrote, to all my blondes, I have tried so many purple shampoos. I have a few salon professional ones I swear by, but I can't get my hands on some right now. This shampoo is amazing, even though it is not a salon product. It works really well if you're in a pinch like I was. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Toned my brassy ass hair as well. Really well. It smells good and it did not dry my hair out. Pro tip, shampoo twice and leave on for two to three minutes for really to really amp up the ice. So I want to try it. I heard it's like $5. <laughs> no, God, no. I'm definitely not going anywhere fucking near Walmart right now. But Target is hard enough. But uh, 
in my travels if I happen to see it or if I order something online, maybe I'll try it. But and I'll and I'll give a review. But I've been hearing about this and I am curious. And it could also be if your clients are running out of shit and they're in a financial pinch and they want to try something like this or they can't order their favorite purple shampoo on Ulta.com or something. Uh, maybe we can all try it and see. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to create bad habits, and then they start buying that. Are you wrestling sell, with so. it in your head but right maybe now? We should just. <laughs> we could just. Yeah, it's like your inner monologues right now. <laughs> I am. The thing Can is, you though, tell? No, no, definitely not. No, no, no. But the, the thing <laughs> like, is, should we though, try? No, no. Um, you are a blonde, but I am not a blonde, so it I do won't do much it, for me. Which, speaking of, um, the green matrix, yes. nothing. Yes. Used it twice. Did nothing. Yes. A little disappointing, I'm not gonna lie, but whatever. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is how yeah. much we care <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we could try it and see how it's going. Might give yeah. you something to uh, do for five minutes. I so. mean, we'll do anything. Try the new we'll purple shampoo. One last thing that I had on my list, too, which I actually sent to a client. I don't know what happened because I was never updated. So either it didn't happen or it was terrible. (laughs) But one of my one of my male clients uh, texted me and said how his hair was so long. And I've already canceled two of two of his appointments. So uh, this man has very thick hair that. (laughs) As it grows, it cannot be controlled mm-hmm. other than by putting a headband on or a hat. So he texted me saying how long his hair was and that he was scared to let his wife cut his hair. And I said, honestly, I have no idea when we're going to be open again. But there is a hairdresser. His name is Chris Appleton, who most people know from doing. He did mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian's mm-hmm. hair blonde. So he ruined all our lives, basically. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so he put out a hair video on how to cut men's hair at home. So I watched <laughs> half of it because I have a low attention span. But it look, I skimmed through. And it looked pretty good. Uh, it's only four minutes long. It's on his IGTV. I sent it to the client and I told him, listen, if, you're, if you want to try it, I'm like, have your wife try it. I would go... Uh, longer than I normally would and not try and fade it or anything. I said, I think she could at least get you by. She's an artist. So I have faith in her. I feel like maybe she has the eye. So I sent him that video. I don't know if he used it. I never heard (laughs) anything. So I'm either assuming it went terrible or he just got too scared to let her. But um, the reason I even found out about it was because Mm -hmm. somebody I follow on Instagram, like a regular person, that I went to high school with posted it and well, not posted the video, but posted that Chris, they were following Chris Appleton's at home men's tutorial and they were doing it on their husband and they took a video and they like were really proud of their results. So I was like, let me look into this. So uh, at least the least you can do. And I know it's hard because you really don't want anyone screwing anything up, but at least 
you can, tr- if they're asking for a suggestion, please get try and give them a solution as best you can. I know our hands are tied and may- people are too scared most of the time to do anything themselves. But if they're brave enough to try something like a men's haircut and they're willing to do it, I mean, men's hair yeah. is like the least of our problems right now. Their hair grows back so fast. It's easy to fix. It's not, it, nobody should be having perfectly faded, <laughs> you know, hard parts and whatever like if they need to shave their head then to get by they can manage by the time people see them again their hair will be back so look up chris appleton's uh at home men's haircutting video and maybe that could help i also did see one of the girls i work with she posted a how to cut your man's hair video with just clippers which was also very good too um because most people don't even know how to use a scissor I just want to add a small disclaimer. We are in no way licensed social workers, therapists, clinical anything. We are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations. So any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know It's our personal advice, and we're not licensed to give it. And if you don't agree with it, you can kindly fuck right off. And also, any products we talk about or things we talk about are just based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood. We just have opinions we'd like to share. Right. We're just, we're giving you the tea. Yeah. On how we feel about certain things. And we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood. Well, I think that about covers everything that I wanted to talk about on Beauty Time today. I think I think this was a solid uh, discussion. Solid. Some few, some food for thought for everybody. I think. So. I think. Yeah, but uh, that yes, ma'am. I think that concludes another episode of Beauty Time. And if you like our episode and want to share it, please share us with your friends. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is Beauty Time Pod at Beauty Time Podcast. Our Twitter is at Beauty Time PC. <laughs> if you want to send but us an email, <laughs> which I know you don't, but if you did, it's uh, Beauty. <laughs> it's beauty time podcast at gmail.com and please if whatever uh listening platform you are listening on if you don't mind uh rating us and writing a wonderful <laughs> review only if you like us if you don't like review. us then don't then don't do it but uh leave us <laughs> <laughs> i have i'm very sensitive um so if you like us please rate and review our podcast and if there's any stuff that you want to hear please let us know and we will look into it for you or discuss it and have a big old discussion i do eventually want to get some of my other hair friends on this podcast to discuss um just in general like what's their what's going on in their world now that this salon is closed or even just not even take it so serious but i'd love to get my friend on here uh and talk about her (laughs) the weird things that clients have told her so i'm gonna try and set up with that 
maybe next week Which she'll be one? around and be able to record with us. Yeah. But I want to get some hair yeah, friends yeah, on yeah. here. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We're happy to have you. We hope that you enjoyed yes, our ma'am. episode and we would love to see you again next week. Live and in quarantine. Beauty time with Kim and Riss.